in the San Francisco Bay Area, Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke I've ever made. Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this. Stop, stop, stop. Ow! Yeah, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down a spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. I haven't spent the last 20 minutes talking to Joe. We just called each other, I swear to God. My name's Mike, that's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area, Joe lives in LA. We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another and we catch up. Yes, we yes, do, Mike, Mike Lawson. That is what we do, Mike Lawson, that is what we do. Every week, <laughs> we call one another and we catch up. You're going to hear noise in the background. Um, there's like major shit going down at my house right now. I want to hear about that, but you told me that and I can't hear anything. Okay, good. Um, there's certainly Mexican radio playing on my roof right now. Well, welcome to my, every day of my life. <laughs> um, you really can't hear that. There's no, like but you know it's something. Happening. It's something that might come up on the on the mic. Good. I might maybe I have wonderful audio too. But um, uh, how are you? I'm doing well. I want to hear why well, there's all this noise at your place. My landlord slash roommate Ricardo is really slash angry. threesome haver. <laughs> Have we told that on the show? Oh, I don't know. Have we? Not, to clarify, I was not part. I did not participate in the three. Oh, you know what? Part. I think this might have been an after dark. That's fine. That's fine. I don't. I don't mind. But I just do want to clarify. I was not part of the threesome that Joe just referenced. Um. So my Which landlord. Which threesome were you part of? Huh? I was not part of that threesome. My landlord slash roommate Ricardo is very very handy. Um, in past episodes, I know we've talked about him, like, building a deck in our backyard, like, from scratch. Literally, no plans. He just goes to Home Depot, and he buys wood, and he's like, I'm going to build a deck. And he builds a beautiful deck that's, like, sturdy and... I'm going to tell you great. something. This is, before we go into the story, it's one of these things that I think is an un, um, an underplayed stereotype of gay men. Gay men are actually really good at that stuff. And, in fact... A lot of in my younger days, a lot of the gay men I knew either worked at Home Depot or managers at Home Depot or their boyfriends were. And so Home Depot, they should call it Homo Depot. Do they call it that? I'm sure they do. There's like a gay pride shirt you can buy. At all the gay prides, they have the stupid shirt booth where it's like, um, I don't know, all like famous logos turned into gay stuff. And Homo Depot is one of them. Okay. Sure. Yes, because I know a lot of gay guys work there, and I know a lot of gay guys shop there and buy things there, and that gay men, and makes sort of sense if you think about it, but are just really good with uh, tools and construction a lot of times. Yeah. So to kind of describe my house without getting too boring, um, upstairs there's Ricardo and Alex's room. They have this large room with a bathroom and a jacuzzi tub and a huge shower, right? And that's on like one end of a hallway, and then there's this like skinny little hallway and on the other side of the house, the back of the house, is Oscar's room and my room, okay? So down the skinny hallway, on one of the walls, there's like a sliding glass door, and it has like a... Oh, now uh, I totally hear that hammering. Yeah. So there's a sliding glass door, and there's like a rooftop sun deck, 
on one side of the hallway. And the other side of the hallway is just a long wall. That's it. So I'm chatting with Ricardo the other day and he says, you know, I think I'm going to put a sauna upstairs. I was like, like on the sun deck or what? And he's like, no, no, no. Um, I'm going to cut a hole in the wall and put it on the roof. Um, and we'll put a door in the hallway. So, now, do you get to use these things as a resident of the house? Yeah, totally, totally. I have everything in the house is like everyone's. It's like okay. no, there's no territorial roommates. weird stuff at all. Yeah. <laughs> Saunas, uh, jacuzzis, roommates. The buttholes of the new guy. <laughs> um, so I'm chatting with Ricardo. He says he's going to put a sauna. And he thinks that he could just knock out the wall and build it on his own right there. So I run this past his partner, Alex. I was like, um, he says he's certain he could do that. And Alex is like, I'm certain that that rooftop cannot hold the weight that he's thinking it would. In which case, the sauna will then collapse into our dining room downstairs. No, wait, let me ask you a quick question because you didn't really clarify. Which roommate is the handy one? Ricardo. Okay. And so Alex is like, no, that's, it's not going to work. His partner. No way, Jose. Um, so Meanwhile, a guy, Jose, was literally standing next to you. And he's like, okay, I guess it won't work. And then, like, walks out. So we're downstairs and I hear noise upstairs. And I'm like, what's going on? So when I go to my room, um, it, it about 10 minutes has passed. Uh, Ricardo has cut a big hole in the wall. And he's knocking out the roof by hand. No. Joe, he's just doing it. And I was like, uh, what if it rains? And he opens his phone and he's like, we have a couple days. <gasps> and I'm like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Does he have a day job? Well, well, that's the thing. Kind of not. I mean, he sells real estate. Oh, and he but ma- it's not like he has to show up in an office every day. Right. He manages properties he owns too. So like right now, does he have a day job? No. Like he's home almost all the time. Uh, but that's not to say he doesn't work and he certainly has income coming in um really the the money he makes off this place could could probably float him for a while but anyway that's so smart i wish i know it's genius it really is sits here and collects rent uh uh but anyway he gets to bang the roommates okay cut to joe buys an old victorian in uh the bay area (laughs) and only rents it out to frat bros yeah So anyway, Joey, we have this big exposed hole in the wall that leads to the like, li- like there's a hole in the wall, and then if you go out the hole, you're in like open space, like mm-hmm. you can see the sky. Um, so it's a couple- like Narnia. A- yes. A day later, he invites his contractor friend over to take a look at the project, and it turns out, Joey, that Alex was right, and there's no way we could put a sauna up here. There's to do it, we would have to put a like a supporting beam all the way down to the to the uh, bottom of the what's it called with the bottom the foundation. Mm, your roommate? Oh, the, the found <laughs> the foundation, which would cut our dining room like in half of the wall. So there's no way we're gonna do it. Um, but basically, we have this knocked out roof and this hole in our wall. So if it rains, there will be water in our hallway. Um. So he decides that he's going to, instead of... Don't leave in, the cake out in the rain. I don't get it. What's that Kay. a reference? <laughs> Wait, hold on. I gotta remember the line. Because it took so long to make it, and I don't think I could take it, and I'll never have that recipe again. Oh, no. 
If I had a dollar for every time one of my stories was interrupted with a song. A stupid Come song, in. too. <laughs> so, Joey, he decides instead of um, putting a sun up, he's just going to put a whole new roof on the whole house. Oh, so okay. That, well, so, that'll work. That makes sense. That's what that's what's happening right now. Um, and it was weird because now let as me ask was, you: Does Alex get really angry? Like, if if I was dating somebody and my partner just randomly ripped a roof, a hole in the roof, yeah, and then was like, "Oh, whoops," you know, and then now yeah. we have to put a whole new roof, I would be so angry. Well, this is kind of not my business to, to be sharing, but I feel like if their finances were different, Alex could have a better leg to stand on mm-hmm. but i think that kind i mean this is ricardo's money and he's not hurting for money so you don't really like what are you angry about do you know what i mean he what alex does do is he'll roll his eyes he'll pass judgment he'll do that sort of thing but he doesn't like tell him to stop they don't have arguments where ricardo might not win like pretty much if ricardo wants to do it he does it hmm. interesting so, you probably hear them working that's going on right now um when i was writing um or I was like looking at news stories to um, uh, talk about when we talked this morning and my window is open behind me and there's like a, I could see the reflection in the computer screen, but I didn't turn around. There's like a Mexican guy climbing onto the roof, carrying stuff like right behind me, looking into my bedroom window. <laughs> mm, that wouldn't be the first time a Mexican guy climbed by your window. Um, okay. Hello? Oh, sorry. I was thinking about that one time. Oh, wait. No, that was the guy that I climbed into his window. Right. What's up with you? So both of my stories have to do with Shannon's wedding party. This oh, week. yeah. I forgot about the wedding yeah. party. Uh, so during the week, I didn't know what to wear, right? Because she was like, well, it's casual, but not really, you know? Yeah. So I was like. You show up and everyone's in a suit and you're in like jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> Yeah, like that's with, like, the, flip that's flops the meanest, and board shorts. That's the meanest trick to play on somebody. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, hey, and, like, the suntan lotion on my nose. <laughs> and a whistle. I don't know why I'd have a whistle, but, like, yeah. Uh, and a shirt that says, like, surfs up, you know? And I'm carrying, like, a floaty. Anyway, so I decide, here's what I'm going to wear. I'm going to wear slacks and a guayabera. Do you know what a guayabera is? Is it like a lin- white linen shirt? Yeah, one of those Cuban old Cuban man shirts. Sure. Right, old Mexican man shirts. So, did you wear like gangster black glasses too? Yes. And I was like, where does one buy a guayabera? Oh, you don't have one? I don't own one. No. Well, I do now because I bought one, but I I didn't know where to buy one. So, who better to call? I had my mom call. Um, her aunt from East LA, not her aunt, my uh, an aunt of mine, but from East LA. I figure like Richard would know. No, Richard didn't know. No, oh. but Richard does figure into the story. So, uh, I uh, she tells my mom, "Oh, you know what? There's this indoor mall in Pomona mm-hmm. that sells them." So my mom tells me, and my mom insists because she thinks it's so dangerous that she'll go with me, <laughs> which. I don't First know of what, all, Pomona is not dangerous. Second of all, your mom's going to help you? Yeah, what is she going to do if anything <laughs> happens? What would my mom possibly do? She couldn't even videotape them because she couldn't figure out how to get the phone open. <sighs> I know. and she would just, Maybe she would just tell them a story and bore them to death. <laughs> <laughs> so 
They're like, two teenagers died today when a woman told them a story about the time that um, the RN at her nursing home didn't turn in the right papers. And what she told Sister Madonna Joseph. And you're like, oh, God. Okay. You know what the best thing about my mom is, though? Is she'll bore you with these long, long stories. Like, so long. Like, you're like, oh, where's this story going? But if you actually listen, there'll be, like, a hidden gem. Yes, yes. Same with my mother. Yeah. Like, I remember one time she was boring me with the sto- a story about, like, my mom used to run nursing homes before she retired. But, like, a story about this RN who didn't do something or I don't know what. And in the story, she revealed that... um. She was talking about how incompetent some nurse was. And she was saying, like, yes. And then can you believe they admitted a patient who had com- who had tried to commit suicide by jumping out of a building, but she lived. And so she came in in a full body cast. And do you know they put her by a window? And so she just rolled herself off the bed out the window? <laughs> no. That's like something that happened in one of the Naked Gun movies. Yeah, like. <laughs> and then the woman died, and so the 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 uh, the the place got a, like a major like an A citation, which I guess is really bad. But yeah. she was like, yeah, because they they put a woman who had tried to commit suicide, in a f- who was in a full body cast from trying to commit suicide, next to an open window on like the second or third floor, and so she just went ah, and just like <laughs> lunged herself out the window. My mom does shit like that too, though, where she'll. My mom will have separate stories a lot of times, but she, like, will start with, like, your father and I went to Walmart, and we wanted to get this loaf of bread that we love, but they didn't have it, so we have to get this other kind of baguette, and it was so hard, and all these details, and then, like, ten minutes later, she's like, eh, I forgot to tell you your Aunt Betty's in the hospital. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh my God, what? Mm-hmm. Like, that lead with that story. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, they, they, they bury, the, they, she is... The if we if we ever did a podcast with my mom, it would call "Bury the Lead" with Betty Batance. <laughs> because... Can we do it? Can we please do it? She would never agree. No, to it. my mom is so afraid of a microphone or a podcast. Yeah, oh, no, it would she be never. So would. good though. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember when you did the? Um, I don't know if it was even a podcast because I think you only emailed it to a few people a few times. Where the cleaning lady was in the house and you would record your conversations oh, with her? Mm-hmm. I still have them. Maybe we'll put them on one of the episodes. That was so good, Joey. Yeah. Okay, I have them. <laughs> I still have them. I wouldn't get rid of those gems. I feel like that, that kind of, that's the kind of material your mom would produce. Yes, exactly. Uh, the only thing is with Paz is, you know, she used to be the housekeeper for celebrities. And so she tells <laughs> stories about them. So I have to bleep those names out. But uh, <laughs> other so than that, good. we're good. So, okay. So, anyway, I go with my mom to this place in Pomona. Well, because of my diet, I've been drinking just a ton of water. So, by the time we get to this indoor place in Pomona, I have to pee like nobody's business. I'm like, Mom, i I got to find a bathroom here. And I know it's going to be gross. I know it's going to be disgusting. We go in the mall. I don't know what it is about fucking Mexican people, man, and their indoor malls and shit. But it was just imagine. Have you been to an indoor mall? Um, I've been to one in Stanton. We used to go a lot, but that was like I guess an indoor mall, indoor swap meet. I guess is a better way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like Uh, boot, not booths. Yeah, like like stalls. Stalls, yes, yes, stalls. That's the name for it. Stalls. 
and it's just so, and it's the, it's crap that who would buy this? Like, like there are so many like places that sell quinceanera dresses in there, or like hats that Richard. I guess Richard would shop there. No, because Richard buys the high end Mexican. Yeah, Yeah, these are like shitty hats and shitty boots and shitty belt buckles and crap electronic equipment that's probably stolen you know <laughs> there's just stalls and stalls and rows and stalls of this place so i'm basically like, and like really cheap uh like toys oh yeah like oh, shitty toys really it's, crappy toys. it's yeah. awful it's awful 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 place right but it's like being in like i'm trying to find the bathroom it's being like in the worst maze of all time like i'd rather be in like a real maze yeah with, with like minute- re- Real murderers in it. Yeah, like a, a real minotaur chasing me or something, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so um, it takes me forever, but I finally find, like I think I'm gonna pee my pants by the time I find the bathroom. Right? I go in the bathroom. Here's the shocking thing: indoor swap meet, kind of gross. The mall, the bathroom is actually kind of uh, clean, like really mm-hmm. clean. I was actually kind of shocked, but it has one of those trough uh, urinals. But you know uh-huh. what, girl? By this point, I don't give a shit, right? right. Like, I just whip it out and I start peeing. I'm not a fan of the trough. Like, I feel self-conscious that I, like. Go ahead. I feel like I, this Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with my penis at all. Sure. It has to do with my eyes. And, like, where do I look? Do I look straight ahead and then I look stupid that I'm, like. Okay. Well, then don't want people to look at, mm -hmm. like, I don't want people to think I'm looking at their penis. Mm -hmm. So I, like, overreact and, like, Mm -hmm. look weird. You're right, right. Because then. It's a long ass pee. Girl, I must have been peeing for like two minutes before this really hot guy, which is shocking at the indoor swap meet, walks in, right? Mm-hmm. And whips it out. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. And then it's one of these things where I'm not looking. I'm, I have the same thing. I'm looking straight ahead, right? Yeah. But in my peripheral vision, I could see that like when he whips out, like there's floppage going on. <laughs> Like it touches the bottom of the yeah. trough. He's like, "Wow, this water's cold," and he's like, "That's an old joke. I'm sorry, sorry, Richard Pryor. It's an old Richard Pryor joke." Okay, so um, he goes, "I see floppage," and I'm like, "Oh, I want to look so badly." I, I don't look. ever want to oh, look. I do never. I, do. I feel like, well, I don't. First of all, like the whole bathroom like vibe makes me feel gross. But also, like, urine not doesn't me. do anything for me. So, like, if a dick is urinating, I'm not enjoying it at all. No comment. So, anyway, um, so I finally finished peeing. I don't look. And I'm very proud of myself. I go, I did, did you not look. find your quinceanera dress? Well, I, so I go back out. And then it takes forever. But I find the one place. Believe it or not, only one place had the guayaberas. You know? Uh-huh. And it was this. Uh, it was a stall run by these two old Chinese people, a married couple, right? I why did I walk in? And they're like, "Oh, I I think we have something that fits you, right?" Mm-hmm. And okay, so in real life, I probably now more double X, but I hover between double and triple X, right? And it depends on the shirt. Like in Vegas, the shirt I was wearing were double X, right? Okay. And so I'm probably now solidly in the double X camp now with the losing weight. Awesome. But, well, <laughs> yay, Joe. Just two X's in front of the L. Um, but it, look, hey, we're reducing the X's. Yeah. Right? These Wyabettas run so small, right? Mm-hmm. Why do they have to give me a 5X? It's what? The, it's the biggest one they have. They run so small, right? And it's like 
barely fitting me, right? right? It fits me, but it's like, oh my god, if I have a donut, it's not going to fit in this, right? You have to dye it before the wedding just I so know. It can fit right. in a wine into Only a drinking fat, water. Into, into dye it into fit into a 5X. You have to dye it to fit into a parachute. Yeah. <laughs> That's 5X, Joe? I don't... Like, they know that this runs small, so they, they have 5X. Know. Because a normal store that's not catering to like the big and tall as they call them yeah. it, they're not carrying 5x's most places do not carry a 5x i've never seen a 5x exactly exactly and this is not like mike i'm being honest i've seen you i know what you're like i'm not because this has to okay so my mom's like "Ooh, these why have that because they were like 17 dollars for one my mom's like right. oh this is nice i'm gonna buy one for your father for our cruise right yeah. But I go, okay, well, mom, they run small. They're saying this is a 5X. And she's like, hmm, right? <laughs> I don't know why she goes, I'll just try it on myself, right? <laughs> and then that'll be your dad's size. I'm like, what? Flawed, flawed logic, mom, yeah. but okay. I tell her, I go, mom, you're going to come back. Don't do this. The, she tells them, and she goes, oh, your father only wears a large, right? Uh-huh. So we take she- it. Of course she it bought doesn't. it? Yeah, she bought it. Of course it doesn't fit him. Uh-huh. He goes back. Now, my dad actually, people probably think, oh, because Joe's a big fat pig. My dad is. My dad's just like normal dad fat. It's not like, he's just like, I'm in my 60s man fat. Like, it's just normal. He's not super fat, right? Okay. Why is he a triple X? He has to yeah. go back. These things run super small. So is she taking it back? They already took it back. Oh, my God. And my dad was like, well, how could you guys come to this place? It's so gross. It's like being in Mexico. Right? Uh-huh. So uh, he went. That voice sounds nothing like your dad. If anybody wants to know what Joey's dad sounds like, that's not it. Your dad sounds basically like you. No. Yeah. No. 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 He so, certainly doesn't sound like that. Every time you do the dad voice. <laughs> hey, it's actually like funny it. when you do. I like it. <laughs> So, uh, Joey, and, how do you come to this place? So, yeah, so they had to go back and it was like, so, like, now I have a, a 5X Guayabera, which, by the way, when I lose more Cut weight, the what, tag am I, out. what am I going to do with it? Cut the tag out. Don't let anybody know. I don't know think it says 5X. that. Oh, good. I'm going to still wear it when I'm small. I'm like, look at this is what I used to wear 5X. And people <laughs> like think, Jared oh. from Subway, yeah. how he still wears those big pants. Yeah, Mike, I'm not even joking. Based on what I know about you, you would be also like a triple X, like my dad. Sure, sure, sure. And you're like, what? So, I don't know. Let's just they relabel it. Small. All right. Uh, do you remember my friend Celeste, Joey? Yes, I do. Um, she worked at Princeton Review with us. She lives Does she close. listen to the show? Um, potentially. I think um, she, every once in a while, she's a very busy woman. And so every once in a while, I'll get an email and she's like, hey, I just listened to What's I'm Call Lies and um, whatever. Just like checking in. But I don't think that she has time to like, casually listen to or regularly listen to podcasts uh celeste came to town she came to berkeley and um people may remember last summer i was in her wedding we talked about that on here i'm sure um so we met up and we did dinner uh we did sushi i don't actually like sushi but i'm learning to like sushi this is the second time i've had sushi this week um are you a sushi person here's the thing with sushi i didn't used to be a sushi person it's like an acquired taste but but you're in the bay area you know what? This is a long conversation. It's not worth getting into. But basically, you have to start with like decent, fast sushi, and then when you have, but when you actually go to a really good sushi place and have great sushi, you're like, oh, yeah, this is what it's well, about. I've, I've had some really good sushi recently in the last year that 
kind of has like I'll go with people and then I'll try stuff and really good sushi is actually like I could chew it and swallow it and I don't like it whereas like there's been sushi that I've put in my mouth and I'm like Mm-mm, can't even chew it it's disgusting to me so I've tried I just don't like it which must anyway. be very difficult with the kind of guys that you date well kind of I mean I that's actually I mean Asian guys like sushi, and you're trying oh. to say that I only date Asian guys, but that's no. Not true, I was just saying because people in the Bay Area like sushi. But I was so. going to say I think a lot of gay men like sushi. That's not like that's not an Asian thing. I never said Asian. Yeah, it wasn't in your tone of voice, Joe. No, you're stupid. Um, so, um, Celeste has been emailing me like details on when we can meet up when she's here. We did dinner on Thursday, and then we did breakfast on Sunday, but. She's been emailing, and uh, when we went to uh, to dinner the first night, uh, she was like, oh, uh, by the way, I've been texting, but I think I got the wrong number because I keep texting in this. I've been having a conversation with someone that's not you. Joey, what? she's been texting the same number that John Arts has been texting. Remember last week I told you the story that John Arts was texting my old number? What's wrong with these people? Well, listen, 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 listen. So, a few years back, I had a Phoenix phone number, and then I got a Google Voice number. This was, like, when Google Voice was brand new. And I love Google Voice, so I started giving my Google Voice number to everyone. So, very few people got my original Phoenix number. Everyone got my Google Voice number. And I even, like, told people, switch to my Google Voice number, because that just is easier. So, when I moved from T-Mobile to Verizon... I had the option to port over my Phoenix phone number or to port over my Google Voice number. So I ported over my Google Voice number since everyone had that number. And then I just started going with that. So I got rid of the 602 number. So by the way, if you have my phone number, my phone number starts with 623, not 602. But so there's a very few people that have the 602 number and they're texting this guy. So Celeste showed me the text. She told the guy, like, hey, I'm going to be in Berkeley this weekend. Can you do dinner Thursday night? And he texts back, same, obviously the same guy because it's the same number, but he said only if you're buying, which is the same thing he said to John Arts. And then she agreed to buy me dinner, which is actually very embarrassing to me that people would think I would respond that way ever. Um, yeah, I could see it. <laughs> so she agreed to buy me dinner, and then he, uh, he asked her where she wanted to eat. And she said, well, it's your hood. Why don't you pick? And he responded that he'll go anywhere if there's juicy sausages and a winky face. <laughs> so then she's like. This is getting more amusing that people don't ever second guess that it's you. No. When he said juicy, juicy sausage, she's like, oh, this isn't Mike. I must have the wrong. Like in her head. She's like, I have the wrong number. So she emailed me. We met up. Unlike John, I think Celeste kind of knew that I would not respond that way to her. Um. So it turned out Celeste actually had my my regular number and we've texted recently, but she got a new phone and it synced contacts like an older set of contacts. So she thought she just synced my number. She had to get some people's numbers, but somehow she synced my old number. Um, but Joey, I know this guy's number. It's my old phone number. Should I text him and tell him that he's an asshole? No. Here's what you should do. I, here's should what I you text do. him and say, I'm, um, hey, Mike, can you do dinner or something? No. You call him and you go, hey, this is Mike. Do you have any messages for me? <laughs> okay. 
what if he's really hot? In my in my imagination, this guy's really hot because he's Let's so just, funny and he fucks with you. He's not funny, Joey. Juicy sausages, really? But you would not. You would laugh at that in a comedy. We movie. should. You know what we should do? Save the number, and we should call him on an after dark episode. Okay. We have to you tell him that he's uh, on the air. No, we don't. We don't. We don't. No, if you're podcasting, you don't have to do that. <gasps> Only one person has to know. Oh. To, to put him on live radio broadcasts you'd have to tell him what if we what if i text him and arrange to have a conversation with him on an after dark that'd be even better um okay we'll work that out what else is up with you sorry i was drinking water i'll edit that out um okay so shannon's wedding party it wasn't a wedding because she actually got married a couple of weeks before but it was like a party because she's from the bay area it was a party in Los Angeles for all their L.A. friends to sort of celebrate their wedding. So there was no cake. There was no, uh, you know, father-daughter dance or anything like that, right? But because of that, there were some annoying things, right? So last week, I get this email from Dave, Shannon's husband. And it says, it's just giving the details about the party. Is that this little wine tasting place in uh, Malibu? And by the way, I should emphasize little. It's not very big at all, right? Okay. And he's like, hey, everybody. Um, we're really excited, and we're expecting four to 500 people. And I was like, ugh. Ugh. And then he was like, and parking's going to be really hard because it's a really small place, and it's on Pacific Coast Highway. And I know where this place is. The parking is Awful, awful, yeah. and they're doing construction, and I'm just like, ugh. And then but he's like, 500 people too aren't going to be there at one time, hopefully, right? Yeah, because he said it, it, it's sort of meant to be like an in, like a uh, come an when open, you can, and yeah, when you can yeah, want to, right? yeah. And then, and then he goes and make sure and wear those dancing shoes because we're making everybody do the first dance together, like a flash mob thing. And I'm like, ugh. And of course, I was bitching about this to everybody right. that would listen. They were like, you're being negative. You're being really free, negative. Free root canals for everyone. I know. I know. <laughs> it was it was just so dumb. Right? So uh, I take my Yaveta and I might oh, – so I'm wearing – let me tell you what I'm wearing because it's important. I'm wearing like dress shoes, slacks, and the Yaveta, Right? So I head over there. I you wear actually, an undershirt under a light. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. So I drive over there. Surprisingly, there's no traffic at all. Like I hit zero traffic. It was smooth sailing the whole way, right? And then I get there, and it's already going. I'm about an hour in, right? It's already been going on for an hour, and there's parking right across the street. I'm like, oh, this is nice, right? I, well, I'll just tell you right now. This isn't part of the story. I'll just tell you now is I think only between two to 300 people showed up, right? Which is great. Okay. That's more yeah. manageable. So I park right across the street, but I now have to cross Pacific Coast Highway, which is like you might as well be crossing a freeway, yeah. okay? It's like from above, it looks like Frogger. <laughs> yes, it must have looked like Fat Frogger, right? It must look like my, like my um, ancestors trying to get into the United States. So I'm... And trying to get by. It's really, really busy. It's Friday on PCH. But meanwhile, there's a big center divider and there's a big rig stopped in the middle of the center divider. So I have to like kind of dodge that. 
I'm so I cross one half. I'm in the center divider. I'm standing there waiting for the other half to clear up to finally make it across the street. Why does this big, um, like a pickup truck with lights and sirens, come right in front of me? And I'm like, oh shit, it's a cop. I'm gonna get a fucking jaywalking ticket or something, right? And it's not a cop. It's like Caltrans. Okay. And the dude's like yelling at me like, ah, da, 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 da. like, and I'm like, um, I can't hear you. So he, he stops the car and he like safely gets out of the car and he runs up to me and he goes, don't worry, man. We, we, we have someone coming right away. <laughs> he thinks you're in the big rig. He thought I was driving the big rig. <laughs> well, I think I would wear Dress shoes when I drove Dress shoes and slacks. And I guess, okay, maybe a Wyavetta, but like... But you're also standing next to it in the center divider on PCH. Like, it's not... It's not that... That's true. And Mexicans do wear crazy-ass shit. That they, like, they'll wear dress shoes and slacks to go dig ditches. So I guess it's not that crazy. But I was like, oh, great. You know, I'm glad I went to college and everything like that for being mistaken for... A guy who drives a big rig in the middle of PCH and stopped. Anyways, I get there at the same time as Richard, by the way, who's dressed like a cholo. That's his, like, wedding attire. Uh-huh. And um, we go in. And uh, actually, I had, I'm going to be honest with you, I had a really nice time. I think it, you always have fun at things that you dread. That's, like, pretty much a given. If Joe thinks it's going to be awful, he's going to love it. Well, maybe good because I have low expectations, but I had a really good time. You know, I was telling somebody, it may have been you, who was going to be there. And they're like, is this your wedding? Because it was like Chris and Mercedes, Lori Roggenkamp, Cameron and his girlfriend, um, uh, Melissa McQueen and her husband. Like the whole t- – it was just like I never – I never – I saw Shannon for like two seconds, right? So yeah. it was like basically a party that I went to with all the people that I love at one right. place. So I had a really, really good time. Good. I'm glad. What's going on in the barrier? What's the news? What's well, the latest happenings? I feel like this story is kind of getting tired, but there's numbers on it, so I'm going to just go with it. Um, we've certainly talked about it before, about high rent in San Francisco. But now, for the second straight month, uh, San Francisco is beating out New York in the category of most expensive median one-bedroom rental. So one-bedroom, the median. So that means there's... Places that are more expensive than this. That means median half means middle. So that means right, so half, half of the one bedroom apartments in San are Francisco more are more. The median rent is wait. 3, no, let me. 000, let me, let me oh, I was going to try and guess. Well, go ahead. It's three thousand two hundred dollars. Median, right in the middle. That's for a one bedroom place in for San Francisco. One bedroom apartment. Yeah. Um, median one bedroom in New York these days is two thousand nine hundred fifty. That's so still just, insane. No, it's I mean, ridiculous. L.A. is insane, and I would say, but are they ta- about the median though? Yeah, I would say the median in L.A. for a one-bedroom apartment would be, gosh, probably like two thousand, eighteen hundred, two thousand. Well, L.A. L.A.'s deceiving though because L.A. is huge. Yeah, San Francisco is a seven foot or seven mile by seven mile square. Yeah. So like, yeah, same thing with New York. Smaller. It's only like a like. 11 miles long or something like that. Or yeah, so like crazy? The, five miles the, long. Where I live in Oakland is not part of San Francisco. So that's like you can live here and work in San Francisco easily. Um, it's different. So L.A. is kind of all spread out. And I should have never LA. mentioned how big New York is, how big Manhattan is. Why? Because we're going to get a call from Joey Buhecker from Cocktails and Cream Puffs 
when he listens to the show, it's going to be like, can I please tell you, I was a real estate agent for 11 years in Manhattan. And I'm going to get all these facts about Manhattan and the surrounding areas. Ugh. Well, okay, that's sorry. inside baseball. Not everyone on our that, – oh, my God. Do you hear that? Yes. Not, not everyone um, – knows who joey is on that listens sorry well, i explained he's from the podcast cocktails and cream puffs so um available on itunes story is interesting do you think that i guess when i was reading some of the comments people are like well people have to charge that much because and i was like that's bullshit they don't have to charge anything they're doing it because they can get that much but somebody explained like as this property value goes up so much then the property Owners are paying so much in property taxes that they have to charge to. What? Like, no, they're not. Why? That's retarded. If property value goes that's, up. They no, are no, paying not, more in taxes, no. Though. Prop thirteen. That's that's actually the problem with the California. Who told you this? That's the problem with the California budget. I mean, okay. So here's the thing. The reason California has so many. Well, we're actually in a good place now. Thank you, Governor Jerry Brown. But one of the the things that's killing california financially is prop 13 which it helps homeowners but it doesn't help um the state so and prop what prop 13 said is the property tax when you buy the property right is what you're going to pay in property tax so let's say you bought the and there i know there's a baseline from when it, it passed so in the mid 70s but let's say you're an old grandma who has Okay, 78. Who ha- who bought your ha- – whatever it was in 78, it's frozen. So that means okay. she pays $100 or whatever it is. And that's actually why when they've tried to reform Prop 13, there have been problems. People going like, well, you're going to hurt old people. And there are really good solutions for that, but I'm not going to get – this is not a Prop 13 show. But that wouldn't happen. So if, if you're an old person who owns a house in San Francisco, you would make a killing renting it uh, – because uh, you're paying out. whatever. You, yeah. So uh, unless the property is switched hands recently. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it switches hands and it goes right back up, that's actually why you know the property under the Magic Castle has been for sale for years and it's super valuable. But one of the reasons they can't sell it is the property tax that the owners pay now is based on the 1908 or whatever, whatever it was in 1978. I think it's like 800 dollars a year, right? But it's so valuable that they sold it. Whoever got it now would have to pay this insane property tax for the area under the Magic Castle. Hmm. Um, that's interesting. So, I don't know. I just don't really understand why rent is so much then. It's just because they can get it? Supply they charge it because they keep it. Yeah. yeah. Well, also probably these people are – well, no. They would have to – their property tax would be frozen. Um, yeah. I, I it, 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 It's supply and demand. But look, if you can get it, charge it. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking, that's what's, uh, look, somebody asked me the other day about San Francisco, and I was saying, I would, and, and a long time ago, I would have loved to live in San Francisco. I don't think I would want to live there now. I think right now it's going, and look, San Francisco's going to be here for a very long time, but right now it's going through a very douchey phase, and I just don't want to be there. Thank you. You're welcome. But like, what's all these it? billionaires are going in there and fucking, like, it's going to be like, how long before they chase all everything that made cool that wait everything that made San Francisco cool they're just gonna run it out of town by right. being all billionaires and their dumb buses and their dumb. Did you see this um, douchey? Um, this is not a story that I'm gonna talk about, but did you see the douchey soccer field 
fight video that has been oh yes and yeah. i'm not even joking some i don't know who said like get rid of your dropbox because of this and i actually might get rid of my dropbox because of it you might um, as well so tell to, the story just tell the to story explain the video there's a soccer field in the mission and um some douchey guys that are all wearing dropbox shirts did is it verified that they work for dropbox or i don't know but i mean there must be a reason why they're all wearing drop they no, they really love online cloud storage no, those shirts up here, though, Joey, are like a dime a dozen. Like, I could go to the Goodwill. Not even, like, the like the hipster used clothing store, but, like, the Goodwill and find Google shirts and stuff like that. But they were all matching, so it's probably something. But anyway, um, these guys are basically trying to kick the kids that are playing soccer on the uh, public soccer field off because they said that they had a permit to use the field for practice space. And the video circulated. One of the kids, he's a 20-year-old. He was really articulate. And he was kind of like, dude, I've been. how long have you lived here? And how long have you been playing on this field? Because I've been here my whole life. Um, and so it's kind of getting some uh, circulated because of the whole like gentrification debate and what have you. Well, it's just one of these things. Like, I actually don't have a problem with gentrification. But it depends how you do it. But these guys are fucking just douchebags. Like, that's the problem. It's all these bros. Like, to me, Silicon Valley and tech right now is what 20 years ago was, like, finance. I think I heard someone mention that on the Slate Political Gap Fest. But it's what finance was, like, 20, 30 years ago. Like, all those Wolf of Wall Street people from the 80s, all those mm-hmm. same fucking douchebags who went into that, they're now in its Wolf of Silicon Valley. They're all there, just douchey, bro I have no other life skills besides being an entitled white man, and now I'm going to be an entitled white man somewhere else. Ugh, ugh, So to ugh. play devil's advocate, Joey, like, these guys want to play soccer and want to their team to practice – so they go to the city and they reserve the space and pay no, to right. reserve the space. And the city allows them to reserve the space. You're right. It wasn't like they created the rule to reserve the space, right? Yeah, but I think if I'm not mistaken, I actually won't watch the video because I read the article because it, ma- it would make me sick to my stomach. But I think they're just kind of douchey about it. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, they are. They're kind of like, well, we have a permit and just wait till he gets here. And um, that was kind of annoying. But, I mean, like if they did reserve the space, I... I don't know. But just that's I kind of see both sides. They don't have to be dicks about it though. Especially like in like the kid said like we play this we play here every night and this is the first time you've come in and like you're being a dick in our yeah. space. Yeah. Like I'm sure um, like they would have been reasonable if they would have said like if they would have been reasonable about it but just these ugh this all Well, ugh. one of the kids pr- proposed, "Why don't you guys play us? Like why don't we play together?" Good good idea. Great yeah. idea. That's really yeah. nice. Share. No, no, um, we reserved it, and you guys don't work in tech. <laughs> you don't have a Dropbox shirt Which, on. by the way, if he was smart, you'd want to play against these kids because it would be better practice than when you, for when you play against uh, Snapchat. Well, Snapchat's down in L.A., so when you're playing against uh, uh, Instagram, <laughs> you, yeah. you, you're going to win. You're, twi- you're the Twitter team. Yeah. Um, what's up in L.A.? What's the okay, team? Okay, I have another week of dark stories. Ugh. Sorry. A couple was arrested for uh, raping uh, their uh. blacked-out roommate. You may be able to uh, relate to this. Ba- Brandon Van Wee, 24, and Madeline Carden, 20, of Ventura, were arrested because um, – so they had this roommate. She was – the victim is 18 years old, was friends with uh, the girl, Madeline. 
and became their third roommate. And they would constantly get her really drunk to the point where she passed out. And then they would uh, rape her and sodomize her without her knowing. The only reason the victim found out was Madeline made a joke about it and she picked up on it. And so she went to the police. The police searched their stuff and they find, because they were like, I think they were kind of doubting the way the stories were written. Then they found evidence that backed up this roommate story. I don't know what it was. Yeah, This is confusing a little bit. So, like, she gets raped once and no, she didn't No, it happens more than multiple times. No, but I'm saying, like, it happens the first time. She doesn't know? No, she has no memory of it. Then what kind of evidence can they say that this has happened the, ten times? The or... couple texting each other and stuff like that and mentioning it. And then also they, they get them in other charges, too, because then and also in these text messages and the computers, they find pictures of this 12 to 13-year-old girl walking to school every day. And they're what? talking about and they're talking about how they want to have sex with her, like get her and like have sex with her. And then they admitted it in the interview. The cops are like, oh, yeah, we want to have sex with this 12 year old girl. And then they're like, what? And they find all this like this damning evidence. Yeah, I don't think the cops believed it because the woman, the victim didn't remember. And then they went and they found the evidence. So um, here's my question to you. Have you ever had any sort of weird roommate situation or where your roommates raped you? Have you ever raped a roommate? <laughs> have you have you ever had sex with a roommate against the roommate's will? No, no. I did have, though. You remember him. His name was, I think his name was, his name was Oscar, actually, which is funny. Oh, he I was so cute. I, I think I know what you're going to talk about. He was He was so like cute. the UFC kind of looking kid. Oh, he was so cute. Um, He would like wrestle in the, he was a straight guy. He would wrestle with guys that he met on the internet, like in the park. They would like meet up and wrestle. It was so wait, gay. wait, wait, wait. I'm th- I'm thinking about the guy who played porn really loudly by accident one day. Is that him? No, this is no. That's Jeremy, oh. who's also straight. And I heard him fucking his girlfriend once. Oh, that was so hot. Mm, it was weird. I thought she was crying. Like I was like looking out my window thinking someone was on the street crying. And then I realized, oh, that's my roommate having sex next door. And I used to tell you how hot Jeremy was. You'd get so grossed out. He was disgusting. He would. This is the. This is like at the top of like deal breakers for me. He would go to work all day and he had like a really rugged job, too. Like he worked with his dad in his construction company. Oh, so hot. That's kind of hot. hot. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he would work really hard all day and then he would get beer and come home or still kind of hot. Right. Yeah. But then he would walk from his car to our apartment barefoot. It's so gross. It's disgusting. That is kind of gross. I don't it's, know if it's... It's weird white trashy. It is. Me. It is. That is kind of gross, actually. But anyway, um, Oscar one time, he was straight, but Wait, he had... I don't remember his, him. Was he hot? Yeah, he was Hispanic. He was, like, a vegan, but he did, like, wrestling and, like... Super worked out. He rode a motorcycle. I vaguely remember him. He didn't live there long, did he? No, like eight months maybe. Okay. Less than a year. So he came in and um, he would wrestle. His best friend was gay. He was just like a kind of like an emotional kind of like straight dude. Maybe like to take a dick every once in a while. Mm -hmm. And there was one time where he was drunk and I was drunk and we were like sitting talking and he started talking about – um, receiving oral, receiving head from a woman and how he liked to do it. And it was like the most homoerotic thing I've ever like experienced in my life. Like he was like making eye contact with me as he described it. And like, 
like holding his hands like he was holding the woman's head and like doing motions and like describing what he liked to do and i remember that feeling like is he coming on to me or i don't know it was really weird would you have blown him if he asked yeah probably what about here's the one i this is okay we're gonna bring out carly we're gonna (laughs) (laughs) just kidding Carly was one of Mike's roommates. No, no, she was never your roommate, was she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She remember? Yes, she was. You're silly for not knowing that. I knew she. I thought she was just a friend who came around all the time. No, that you're thinking Laura. This friend. This is so much. So many backstories. Sorry. This is like eleven episodes of what someone called lies in two minutes. But have you ever spoken about Carly on what someone called lies? Yeah, there's a whole episode. <laughs> I think it's called Carly. Well, yeah. Well, okay. One that shouldn't be the name of her life is what someone called lies. Right, yeah. she was like a liar. Yes, and she w- she provided me endless amusement. I always loved when Carly was over because everything she said, and I didn't even know her, you could tell was a lie. Yeah, well, it would be so fantastic too. She's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm ten minutes late. Um, a helicopter landed in front of us on the freeway, and I had to get in and help them get yeah. CPR mm-hmm. to the guy." You're right. Yeah, but. it'd be. Remember one time I was. At your house? I guess she did live with you. Remember she was packing beef jerky? <laughs> For her military boyfriend that nobody had ever met. I knew Carly since high school. Spent at least a few days a week with her since high school. And suddenly she's like, oh, this guy that's in love with me in the military. I was like, where'd you meet him? And she's like, we've been dating forever. I was yeah. like, what? What? But wasn't there a story – we're going to go to sad territory now. But wasn't there a story where she actually did meet someone off the internet and then he saw her and like, like – You were there, Joey. Oh. She, we, you were at her house and she's like, I'm going on a date, guys. And she's like all like hoochied up, like looking good for her date, right? Spent hours doing her hair and looked as good as she could. She leaves and like you're still there. We're like on the same episode of like Six Feet Under. And she walks back in and she's like, um, uh, didn't, he, 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 he wasn't there or something like he saw her and wasn't interested. Remember? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I loved Carly. One of the saddest things is when she exited your life. Yeah, that was pretty Now, but what I was going to ask about was, and have you ever talked about this guy, the last roommate you had in Phoenix? Oh, Ixnay on the Enix Bay. Oh, really? Well, he lives in San Francisco right now. What? Have you met up with him? No. Um, he has a boyfriend. There's nothing like, there's no hanky-panky. But he was like ridiculously hot and gay. And gay and a huge and penis. What What makes you think he has a huge penis? Because I've never seen it. No, you told me. You knew for somehow. No, not exactly. But um, I think that you speculate stories like that. And no, 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 no. Didn't you fat. find like magnum condoms in his gym bag or something or... Why was I going through his gym There's bag? a story, like, girl, girl, there is some story where you're like, oh, and he had, like, magnum condoms. I don't think so. But there's a weird story where his best friend that was always over and they would sleep together, like, actual sleep in the same bed and, like, always hung out. We'd all go to the bar and they would just be, like, on each other a lot. Not, like, making out or anything, but, like, on each other. So I always would say, like, why don't you, his name's Drew and Kenny. I was like, why don't you, Drew and Kenny, ever hook up? And they're like, no, it wouldn't work out, wouldn't work out, whatever. Um, 
I move away from Phoenix and they're suddenly dating on Facebook. I'm like, what? They're together. Was the okay? was the friend hot? Yeah, the friend was hot. Oh. The friend, the f- yes. I mean, not to give too many personal details, but the friend Kenny had brain surgery, mm-hmm. like major surgery, and was like out of commission for a long time. Um, and so he's like super smoking hot, mm-hmm. super body, yeah, just like really hot, and. When he had surgery, all his, like, gay friends continued to go to the bar and, like, basically forgot about him. It's so so he, gay. It's, it's so, so gay. gay. But it, like, <laughs> helped. He's, like, s- suddenly become, like, this, like, gay person with sexy, sexy gay person with a good personality, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, like a he's, swan. Like, it grounded him that he's, yeah. like, oh, I don't need these, like. None of those people that I like spent every night at the club with were actually friends. And then he showed up and the one guy that was still his friend. Was your roommate? Yeah. So they were dating, and then Joey. In um, the arms my, of the angel. The sexy roommate's dad died, <gasps> and suddenly, and so he moved back to Kansas to like be with the dad. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sorry, be with the be, dad to be with the family okay. as they're grieving the dad and everything. And so him and Kenny split up, and randomly Kenny moves to San Francisco. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, wait, okay. The one who had cancer's dad died or your roommate's can't dead? No, the roommate. Wait, hold on. I have a lot to say about this, but I have to pee really badly. Hold, please. Oh, sorry about that. Okay, I'm wait. I'm texting you pictures right now. I don't know if you... Are you on an iDevice? Yeah, why? Um, so the one with no shirt is Kenny, the brain tumor guy. Okay, hold on. <gasps> the one in the who? The one with no shirt is the brain cancer guy. Oh, he's cute. He's super cute. Okay, so here's what I was going to say. So I want to recap just to make sure I have the facts straight. Your ex-roommate, his father dies suddenly, and your ex-roommate goes to Kansas to be with his family. And when he does that, he breaks up with brain cancer. Oh, he breaks up with brain cancer. Because brain cancer couldn't wait around? Oh, no, no, no. Brain cancer, he he broke up. And brain cancer, I think, is still like way into Drew, ex-roommate. Mm-hmm. So, randomly, um, via Facebook, um, I get I see that Kenny, brain cancer, moves to San Francisco. Okay? Okay. And that happens, let's say, on, like, a Friday. He's like, hey, everybody, I'm packing up and moving to San Francisco. And then I would say, like, two days later, I get messaged from hot old roommate. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, Mike, I'm uh, moving to San Francisco for this, like, school program. And I was like, oh, are you and Kenny still, like, a thing? And he's like, no, we don't talk anymore. <gasps> and I was like, oh, do you know that he's here? <gasps> and, he's like, and he's like, oh, shit, no. So I don't know if it's coincidental or if Kenny knew that he was moving here or what. Now, why didn't you, after Rod Kyle, why didn't you look up the hot ex-roommate? Well, um, first of all, we're friends, so, like, yeah, so were he and Cancer Boy. True. But it turns out that hot old roommate has a Kansas boyfriend, and they're adorable together. Oh. And they're all the corn-fed, and they're, like, just super nice people and, like, really polite and, like, ha- probably are going to have amazing sex. Probably ready to. In, yeah. in the sauna above your room. <laughs> so that's that's my story. Um, that I... was kind of not... <laughs> 
<laughs> what else going on in the Bay Area? That was not. That was so such a tangent. I know so we Joey, never we never talked. About, I mean, which is you know what? I'll be honest with you, and I might cut this out because I don't like talking about. I don't like being meta on the show, but. I feel the shows where we do that; those are our best episodes. We're like, we're like, um, the Twin Towers fell yesterday. Oh, let me tell you something. I was playing dominoes the other day, and this cat knocked over the domino. <laughs> like, I've always feel those are our best episodes. Joey, this guy who likes to grab other guys' butts while jogging mm-hmm. is being searched for. It's a male-on-male sexual assaulter um, at San Francisco State University campus. Um, they're on high alert because. This guy running uh, track at Cox Stadium. Uh, I'm serious. It's called Cox. <laughs> the jokes rate themselves. Um, the university police are looking for this male jogger who um, reportedly has gr- run up to other joggers and grabbed their butts. Um, he's an unknown Asian male. Uh, Uh-oh. Have you, has anyone seen Rod Kyle lately? The suspect is in his 20s, approximately huh. 5 foot 10 inches tall. Interesting clean shaven uh-huh. and they're saying he has hairy eyebrows i don't really know well, does, what that means doesn't everybody have hair in their eyebrows i think most eyebrows are hairy yeah. but maybe they mean like extra bushy everybody has uh earlobes yeah or no that's not that's not a not everyone has eyebrows but hairy eyebrows um the adjective is weird so it's like um uh, i can't think of bushy maybe bushy eyebrows yeah i think that's what they're going for but so my question for you is like, if this was a man doing it and it was a woman, I would be like, this is weird. Like, stop this creep. But it's a man doing it to a man for some reason. And I know this probably isn't right. I feel like it's less threatening. No, it totally is. Look, I don't want to get into this because I don't want to hear from Christina from Greetings from Nowhere. But there are definitely. She ge- doesn't listen. Oh, good. So that I don't have to worry then. There are definitely gender differences. Uh. And you're right. It's not the same. But thing. you're supporting the argument that she would probably have. Like, it is like no, a, no, no, no. Women, women go through this shit a lot. They more than do. They and do. this is look. Here's the thing: when men go out in the world, and this is true for a lot of different things, but when people go out in the world, their perception of the world is based on everything that they are coming, they're bringing to the table. Right. So when a woman goes out into the world, and this is unfortunately the way society is. They see threats that men don't see. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So they see threats that men don't see. And so, yes, a man slapping or grabbing a woman's butt, it doesn't just mean that he grabbed her butt and he moved on. It means this guy wants to rape me. And they have a good reason and good cause to think that or that he's violating me or that, you know, women go in the world with men who want to just touch them and fondle them and and i mean it's, it's very difficult to be a woman where men don't have to deal with that on a daily basis two right. th- i was watching this football the other day on the at the gym right these guys are grabbing each other's asses so much i was like how are they against this michael sam they grab so much ass on this football right and i was like so yeah, you know, it's one of these things where, like, look, no one wants to, anyone to grab someone's ass when you're running. You're not expecting that. But 
it's 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 funny because it's really not that big of a deal for a guy. I don't think any guy thinks he's going to be raped. One, two. I love though this shows you how it's a man's world and how homophobic the world can be because this is happening now. It's like priority number one. Like we need to catch this guy. You know, like he is he is uh, violating us. You know. Yeah, I don't know that the response would be different if it was a woman. Oh no, a woman it'd be even worse, and it should be though because there is that potential for rape. There's there is a bunch of stuff going on, but for men, like look. I look if this guy gets caught, okay, arrest him and charge him with crimes. But like, you're, you're saying it makes me like it's a dragnet out there for this guy. Yeah, I do feel though like it, even if it wasn't a sexual thing, if like somebody came up to me and like just ran up to me and touched me, I think it's weird. That's like makes me very uncomfortable. I, Mike, you're talking to a guy who doesn't like to hug people or be touched. I know, I know, Joey. There's a picture from Pride 48 of us on the pink carpet. And I have my arm around you, and you have both of your hands behind your back. <laughs> Mike and I were sending funny pictures to each other yesterday, based on those Friday, yeah. fried, pri- fried, fried por- porky eight. That's what I almost said. Fried forty eight, which, by the way, looking at most of the attendees, we're not too far off. But um, Mike and I were sending funny pictures to each other. But yeah, I don't like to be touched. So yeah, so if someone touched me in the ass while I was running at the gym, right? Well, not, First of all, everyone would be like, what was Joey doing at the gym? Yeah. Two, I don't <laughs> often use the word running. More like casually strolling on the uh, – on the whatever, uh, what are those things called? Treadmill. You know, I'm at level – there was an old lady beating me, and it's not even a race. Yeah. So, well, it's slow and steady, Joey. Um, I, actually, I actually did a really good job today, actually. I was really proud of myself. I went all the way up to four. Good. I don't know what that means, but good. So um, – Anyway, the point is, though, I would be horrified. I would yeah. be horrified. I'm already going to complain to management because they have Fox News on the TV screens. So I would be so upset. But I wouldn't be, like, raising the white alarm. Who knows? Raising the white alarm. Raising, like, uh, the alarm for this. Yeah. Well, here, here's another question that comes from this. And um, you and I have both been in this place. I know just from recording the show, we've we've been in this place. When you hear of a crime... We cringe because we think, like, uh, the guy doing this crime is a homosexual. Don't you think that this is probably some gay dude? Oh, it probably is. But look, I, yeah, but look, I like that uh, gay guys are gay and they're fair. Look, I think it's time that straight men and men in general have their chance of knowing what it's like to be a woman. You know, like, for instance, I experience things differently than you do. Like, for like the, the thing that happened with the truck driver, and it doesn't even happen for me as badly as it happens to, like, Richard or, like, a younger person or a person who's darker than I am. But when you go to stores and people always think you work there or you're the waiter. You know when I was at the Magic Castle? When I was younger. It doesn't happen now that I'm older. But when I was a lot younger and I was at go to the Magic Castle, people would constantly just walk up to me and hand me their keys. Because they would think I was the valet. Mind you, at the time, the Magic Castle valets wore, like, bow ties and black vests and a white shirt, right? Um, I would be in a full suit with a shirt and tie and suit and jacket. And I'd be like, "Mm, not the valet. One one time, I was really tempted just to take their keys and take their car. I would have just taken their keys and, like, put them down somewhere. Yeah. That would just be fun for you. Yeah. I never did. I was always like, oh, no, these aren't my keys. I'm like, just, they would just hop and be really snotty about it. Like, here, here, peon, go get my uh, Cadillac. I want to be an old person. Sorry. What else in L.A.? Any other news stories? Um, yes. Are you using paper? 
five teenagers died after they went to nuts. Uh, after what? The first one is about raping children, and the next one is about five dead teenagers? <laughs> You're in a dark place, Joey. Usually it's like the zany criminal that like caught himself. <laughs> Five teenagers died after what? On their way home from Not Scary Farm. Oh, no. Yeah. So so what happened was they went on the five freeway. They went over a guardrail, and the car erupted in flames. Okay. Oh, my God. Drunk or tired? The driver lived. Everybody else in the car died. The driver lived. Um, Bradley Morales, 16 years old, uh, was the driver. He had no driver's license. (gasps) The car was not in his name. He had bought, because he didn't have a driver's license, he just bought a $1,000 car and put it in, like, his uncle's name or something. And then um, he was also known for, every, all his friends were like, oh, yeah, uh, Bradley used to speed all the time to the point where the other kids were telling him he needed to slow down. Like, it was known that he was, like, a reckless driver. And now five teenagers are dead because of it. Um, you know, it's one of these things when I read this, when I, I hate when the news stories, I didn't even read i had to go find another source for this because the first story was too heart-wrenching because it opened up with like all these kids working the same soccer team and so the next day at the game like five kids just didn't show up you know six kids yeah and so i was like oh god it's heartbreaking right um the good news is my nieces will never drive now uh they're never going to be in a car alone when they're teenagers but um yeah, so it was no... Did he explain why he thinks the accident happened? Or he was just being unsafe? He, he's, un, he's, like, when the news story was written, he was, like, in surgery. He's, like, in critical condition. But he lived. Wow. So he's going to have to live with that for the rest of his life. But also, how weird is it and how creepy that they went to Not Scary Farm, right? And they're like, oh, look at all these dead people. And then they go home and, like, oh, like you're going to be dead in an hour. Yeah. That's horrible. Have you, when you were a teenager, did you ever engage in any kind of risky, reckless teenage behavior? Um, well, specifically, my friend Jennifer would steal her parents' car. She didn't have a license, and we would drive the neighborhoods. We would just, like, sit in the car and sing music as she drove, and, like, we avoided any other cars. <laughs> That's not the same. Uh, but, yeah. Um, this sucks for that kid. This sucks, like... Did his parents know he had a car? I get I the get... I get the impression the parents knew because, uh, the the the, the, uh, the car was like in his uncle's name. Oh yeah, yeah. Now maybe the other parents didn't know this kid didn't have a license, but also I happen to know there's a you might not know this because you don't deal with kids all the time who drive, but there's a new I don't know how new it is either. There's a law in California now that like, uh. Provisional drivers can't have other kids in the car with them unless it's like a sibling going home from school. But they can only drive with an adult. Yeah, that's true. But how old is a provisional driver? Like how long do you I think have that, to... I, don't, I know it's for at least the first year. I know for at least the first year. I don't know if it goes till you're 18. But I know for at least the first year, you can only drive alone with a sibling or like um, an older person. You can't drive wow. with other teens in the car. I used to go to Not Scary Farm every year, by the way. I've never been. Um, it's fun. You wouldn't like it because no, it's just a no. bunch of getting scared. Yeah, I don't want people poking out at me and jumping out at me. And I don't want that. Yeah. 
Um, that's an awful story. Why, Joey? There maybe were no I should. Other, there were no Mike. It was a really slow news week. Like maybe that I was... should tell the last story then. Okay, you tell the last story. Well, I already told my two stories, but I mean in the future. Oh, 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 oh. no! I'll try. I realized like, I tried so hard on picking them. Like, is there any? The other stories I had to choose from was a woman who left her kids in the car in a hot car to take them to take her dog to the vet. Uh-huh. Okay. Then there was some other one that was also like, oh, a tattoo artist that got shot in front of his fiance. Like everything was like dark and horrible. Love LA. Yeah, but I was I was thinking like, well, which one will spark the most conversation? Like I figured that one would be like we could talk about when we were teenagers and mm. thank you. What do you got going on next week? Next week, I'm going to go um, – well, this coming week, I'm going to go – my friend Lori Roggenkamp is doing a, a sketch show, and I'm going to go see that with a um, friend of the show and all-around crazy person, Cameron. And then also, speaking of my old friends from high school, we're all going to get together on Friday. They're coming to town for their high school reunion, and uh, I'm going to meet up with them. Cool. That's what, um, I'm, what do you have going on next week? I have uh, – you know Chuck – Pala, Palanik? I can never say his name. On, he the, wrote, on uh, the website, they tell you how to say it. I think it's like Palanik or something like that. There's like a the way they, they tell you how to say it on the website. He wrote books like Fight Club and Choke. Um, I really liked his early stuff, and I hate all of his new stuff. But um, he's doing a reading in San Francisco, and my buddy Steve is also a fan of him. So I bought tickets for us, and I also bought both of us copies of his newest book. So we're going to go. But you know, I, re- I remember you were a big, big fan yeah, huge. And then it got really weird. Um, he wrote, like, right around Haunted was good, and then everything after that got weird. His most recent book was um, at least edible, but barely. Like, it was just really oh, hard. Wait, to I'm on his webpage and have a young picture of him. He was hot. Um, I'm pretty sure he's a homosexual, too. Um, uh, a friend from college is actually really good friends with him, but I don't know her well enough to ask. Um, I think that, I mean, if you Google his name in gay, you'll find, like, stories about. I think he's never he's like he's kind of like an Anderson Cooper like he never lies and says like I am straight he just kind of like never said that openly that he's gay but obviously Anderson Cooper now is out but like Mm -hmm. um, before Anderson Cooper came out he was never one to lie about it or to pretend to have girlfriends or anything Um, oh here we go how do you print on from his website how do you say his name Polonik like saying, Paula Nick. like saying Paula Nick. Paula Nick. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to see Chuck Paula Nick. And then Big Blue Test starts next Monday, the 20th. Oh, that's going to so be an exciting listen, time listen, for the listen, show. Listen, listen, The show is never better than during the Big Blue if Test. If you care about me, if you care about my job, um, every time you go to BigBlueTest.org and enter data about a 14-minute exercise period, one dollar is donated to charity. I need to collect thirty-five thousand of these. You can do as many as you possibly can. So you could do a million of them in a day. BigBlueTest.org. You can also download the iPhone or the Android app and do it on your smartphone. Please. That's it. I will make sure and do that, and I encourage all of our fans to please Enjoy. also like, do that. Enjoy. Like you're going to the gym, you could do this every time you go to you the know gym. What? Just I'm gonna tell you something. The universe definitely uh, looks out for me. You cut out. What'd you say? Exactly. The universe that during your whole speech, you totally Skyped out. And then it came back when you said, can you please do that? All right. Uh, thank you for listening, Joey. Nice catching up with you. 
Goodbye. Go to hell, Mike. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid. <laughs>